True Tory. True Tory. What channel was True Tory on? Lifetime. Oh, okay. Is it supposed to be like True Story? True yes. Tory? Let's wait. Let's look up Tory spelling book names because she's had so many books. Has <laughs> she really? And they're oh, all yeah. puns on Tory? Yeah, they are. Wow. Let's look it up. Well, she did. What was the show? Wasn't there a show Notorious? Notorious? Yeah. yeah. Storytelling. And, and it's spelled S, lowercase s, all capital T O R I, and then telling. Okay. Uncharted Territory. 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 Who's territory. But it's Tory is spelled all caps. Sure. Celebratory. That must be your party book. Got it. Spelling it like it is. I mean, when has she ever? Everything she makes everything T O R I. Oh, well, maybe that's a change. Maybe that's the change in the book. Maybe that's a revolution. I bet that's what it is. Do you have our OnlyFans login saved? Mm, uh, no. I feel like I have it on my phone. Yeah, I'm logged in. I'm logged in still. Oh, great. Did, they, did Farrah get back to us? No, but she's been um, sending us like options of things to unlock. Oh, cool. Yeah. Is poop on them? I feel like shit is real kind of touchy for a lot of people. You can like do it once really deep, but like... Tw- Two shits in a row. Now we're a shit podcast. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I'd rather not have a brown period, as it were. <laughs> we're not gonna be the shit podcast, but I do feel like we should do some follow through. We paid nine ninety nine for this month of Farah. I want to see something. <laughs> okay, doesn't have to be poop. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I think it makes sense to do the poop. I'm just saying, like, so, how much poop can you throw at people? You know, whatever pays the bills. <laughs> Pivot to shit. So welcome to Pot Psychology. I'm Tracy. I'm here with my co-host, Rich. So were, have you been aware of, like, the sort of all the news that happened with OnlyFans? Yes, the Bella Thorne thing. Yeah. And she made $2 million in, like, a day. Yeah. So basically she didn't post any nudity. It was just like some lingerie shots. Right. And people were really pissed off about it. They ended up having to give a bunch of the money back. Yeah. So for whatever reason, and I don't really know why, and I don't really feel like reading about it, OnlyFans decided to cap their tipping. Yes. Which has handicapped a bunch of, you know, sex workers who make their living doing this and they, you know, can charge whatever they want before. They could just charge whatever they wanted. Exactly. And now they have to cap it at $100. So now OnlyFans is basically like placing evaluation on the content that these people are creating. Yeah. The the creators aren't getting to place the valuation on their content, which is what was cool about it before. And before, like, it fucking sucks. Girls I hope- were making, being able to make like literally thousands of dollars in a day. So I'm wondering how this has affected Farah's pricing and everything. So I'll tell you what we've been offered: milky, milky, sexy TikTok. What happens here stays here, and that's ten dollars. That sounds boring. Fickle mistress, <laughs> <laughs> fickle mistress toy show. Some orgasmic energy this Monday. It's only a hundred dollars today. Lucky. Unlock for $15, lunch break quickie, get a snack. 
Um, <laughs> unlock for $50. Republic discount only this week. She, I think she meant Republican. Okay. Because it was because the RNC. You're right. Yeah, Joy Instructions. Thank Trump. Fifty percent off. One hundred and fifteen. Now she a Trump supporter. Yes, you didn't know that about her. No. Oh yeah. Hashtag Make America Great Again. Unlock for six. The sexy price of sixty nine ninety nine. Flash freeze my titty topless cyrotherapy. Flash freeze my my cyro cyro my titty. Flash freeze my titty. It sounds like she went, you know, you go in that freezer. Yeah. Uh, I guess she her filmed titties. it. Who's filming this? I mean, I feel like the Republican one is probably. Do you think she's going to do something with like. With a Trump hat that could be interesting to watch. I guess. Or if she has like the the, the thing playing yeah, in the how, background. Right. How will she integrate Trump? Is Should we the do it? It's question? $50. It's like a Republican porn thing. That's so weird. It is weird. What is Republic? Yeah, what what does Republican porn look like? All right, for what? science, I'm curious <laughs> about that. <laughs> okay, you ready? To, you ready to watch? I guess. Let's watch it together. I do. How long is it? I think seven minutes. Oh my god. Okay, wait. So I'm gonna give you some jerk off instructions. I know that you want to learn how to jerk off. So <laughs> I am not gonna let you. Below, you're allowed until you hear the words stroke it faster. Good words. So, what? This is incoherent. Is this what? So, do not blow your load before you hear the words stroke it faster. Stroke it faster. Is this what porn is? I've never seen, I don't watch it, so I don't know. She's not very creative with her language. Stroke it faster isn't calm. And this is Republican. Me <laughs> <laughs> unbuttoning your pants. It sounds like there's music playing outside yeah. of the room. Like it's, it's like she's doing this during <laughs> a party. <laughs> and stroke your cock. Remember when she was pretending that her sex tape was leaked? She'll say something weird. She keeps saying weird stuff. So I'm into. Oh, you want to watch the whole thing? Yeah, I think that we should like if we're if we're gonna, you know, (laughs) if we're gonna watch it, we should watch it. It's not because I like porn. It's for science. Yeah. Is this what guys like? No guy I know. Should I be doing this? Maybe give it a try. <laughs> like in the bedroom, this is what they like. They like when you do that with your boobs and you push them together and <laughs> spit Pinch on them. The she's pissing on. She's, she's spitting been, like, on them. Batting them together like two carpets outside for dust. No. This is. It's not my thing. <laughs> <laughs> I can say definitively. <laughs> Do you think she's going to return to stroke it harder and actually give that directive? Because I think there's a yes. good chance. Oh, you think she will? Fucking hard talk on my ass. This is graphic. <laughs> I'm so confused. I literally can't tell if like this is what men like and what they're what they're doing with their money. Yeah, or, or is this like totally, she's just totally like, weird. off the rails yeah. performance? I don't know. I don't buy it. I'll tell you that much. 
Her hair looks weird too. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, in a Gibson girl kind of. <laughs> yeah, it is. She kind of looks like Mrs. Garrett. <laughs> totally. <laughs> okay, she's uh, she's she's something to look at. I'm just wondering, like, should I be watching porn to like learn what men like? The problem is that so many men seem to base what they like off of porn. So in a way, yes. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Maybe I should be doing that. So studying porn to like see what guys like. I think it would just depress me, honestly. It might depress you. Yeah, probably would. There is this guy that I fucked a couple times, not very many, but he was like so into the idea of squirting and he like kept asking me to squirt on him and it's like I can't even whistle. <laughs> I don't, I can't just do that. <laughs> he wouldn't shut up about it. And he just like kept saying oh it like God. over and over again. So it's like his fetish. Yeah. Or, and then, but then someone told me like, oh, that's what happens in porn all the time. Well, sometimes, not all the time. Oh, okay. Well, I guess. Really? <laughs> I mean, like there's certainly enough squirting porn that you could only watch it. So like, it would be all the time in some experiences. Probably for him, yeah. yeah. Or, like, <laughs> it's like, oh, constantly just squirting. But He seemed really into it and he was going down on me and he was like, come for me, squirt on me. And he wouldn't stop and he wasn't good at giving head and I just wanted it to be over. So I peed on his <laughs> face. I have a Tempur-Pedic and I have a plastic mattress cover over yeah, it. Yeah. So it like because to protect the mattress, you know. Right. So I was like, this is fine. I'll pee on this. There's a plastic cover under this. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't know. He didn't know. And he loved it. He couldn't, he couldn't tell. Oh, some kind of sore. Huh? I know, right? I'm sure that never happened to him before or other girls were pissing on him. Yeah. To get him to stop licking them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> A tool for every moment. I just think that men are so stupid and they like <laughs> believe whatever. Like I remember yeah. Vince telling me like, he's like, no, I've seen porns where like the girls, they're squirting and it's like crazy. And I was like, yeah, they're probably just like sticking shit up them before oh, and then like spitting it out. But they're like super smart people who believe in squirting, you know, and talk about it. There's a difference it, between so. believing in squirting and then there's like making the content. Stuff. There's Hollywood. It's Hollywood. It's not like you're not like crashing a car for yeah. real when you're crashing a car in Hollywood. Like you can't even nature documentaries. You're not. They, they make things happen. Otherwise, they'd be sitting there for days on end and you can't afford to do that. Like, that's just too expensive to make something like that. So you have to create it, you know, when you're doing it in front of the camera. But I mean, if squirting is real, then some of the people might be actually squirting as opposed to this, you know, smoke and mirrors. <laughs> okay. Well, Female ejaculation that you're talking about. I think mostly it's... I think mostly it is put you're, on. You're like a squirting truther. You're a squirter denier. I, I've squirted. I've pissed. I faked it. And I've done it for real. <laughs> <laughs> so I know. It's like you're my way first. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> my way zero zero. 
<laughs> I've been up and down and over and out. <laughs> I know what's possible. Yeah. And I know what's probable. Right. Okay. <laughs> all right. That's important. And it's an important distinction. Yeah. So, um, what, how okay, did we start well, talking about that? How did we start talking about that? I don't remember. Fair Abraham? Yeah. Is it must have been. Must have been. Okay. Um,. I broke up with my boyfriend. Wait, you, you waited to tell me this? But I'm is telling it you now. I'm sorry. I know. <sighs> Breaking up with someone during a pandemic sucks. Yeah. Because now I'm like back on fucking dating apps again, which is like, I don't want to, just the idea of it is just exhausting to me. Right. Anyway, all that is to say, I'm single. All right. Put it out there into, <laughs> that's put what, it out there in the world. That's what, that's the main thrust of this. That's why we're do. That's why we do it. <laughs> it is. People ask us all the time, like, "Why do you do this?" And we're like, "To put things out into the world." For all those straight guys that listen to this podcast, yeah. Do you we, think we want to know about? No, we've, I, we've literally asked them to email us. I know. Or yeah, they're not. They're us. not. We've never heard from them. Yeah. So I don't, I don't think they're. I, don't I guess they don't exist. Well, yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I'm not trying to alienate. I would love, I love straight. <laughs> that's your, that's your slogan. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do we, do we ever like agree upon your toast? You're not toasting into water slogan. Uh, I forget. No, that lives on the real world thing anyway. Yeah. Oh, good, good time to mention. Tie in, tie in. Yeah. We are reviewing or recapping all of the episodes of real world New York, the first season. You can subscribe on Patreon. It's uh, our level. It's called Wawu. Watch along with us. Yeah. <laughs> See what we did you, it, also, <laughs> <laughs> it also gets you access to our book club. And we do monthly Zooms. Oh, did you? Okay. So do you follow Joanna Cassidy on Twitter? Who's she? Rose from Don't Tell Mom the Babysitters. That I can't <laughs> believe she has this up. Okay. This what has been it? up. This has been up for seven hours at this point. Joanna Cassidy is Rose and Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. She is in Blade Runner. She's in Dick Tracy. No, no, no. She's in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Is she? Yeah. She's she's the Oh, she's the wait she's the waitress or the bartender or whatever. She's no, she's Bob Hoskins like Yeah. Fr- oh, she's the bartender. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Ooh. Very, very sad losing the wonderful actor Chadwick Biederman. Does she think his name is Biederman? So I should did I should try to correct her? Um a few people did. Well what I'm sorry, one person did. Doesn't have that many followers, no. I guess. But she does have a blue check and she was in Blade Runner. So <laughs> <laughs> I mean she's Rose. Yeah, I mean Rose Lindy. Yeah. So, uh, just, just, I, uh, it'll be interesting because you will listen to this a little bit after we recorded it. We're recording this in advance. So, the world could have totally changed in the time between. It could change. I hope she's still with us by that point. Well, I hope we're all still with us. Yeah. Yeah. Let's not lose any. I just Let's gotta not- chill. Oh, boy. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? I don't know. I just got it. It's over. It took my over my body. Oh my god! 
I don't like this at all. Yeah, well. Well, freaky stuff, I guess, is unfolding before our eyes. Would it have been the worst thing to happen in 2020 if it was just over? Our lives. Yeah. Well, we know. We wouldn't know the difference. I know, but who's going to take care of Prince? He'd be dead. We'd all be dead. Oh, we're all dying in this scenario. Oh, are we not all dead? Oh, I thought maybe one of us. Oh, which one? I don't know. I just... I know. It's probably you. (laughs) (laughs) I hope not. Why did I get the chill? I don't know. Aren't aren't (laughs) chills a sign of early onset death? (laughs) Not a symptom? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Okay. Well, hopefully nothing bad happens. To anyone. To anyone. Well, that's not true. I don't wish anything bad to happen to anyone, but I don't mind if it does. (laughs) (laughs) That's your slogan. (laughs) (laughs) Two more things. Do you want to talk? What? I I don't know. I I think it's actually out of step with my current path. Okay. But I was irritated this week. I'll just, I'll just tell this little story real quick. I was irritated this week because Variety ran a piece called Jamila Jamil calls out patriarchy in US UK media industries. Like she's some public intellectual whose every word is news. Jamila Jamil says is not news. You know what I mean? Like, like she is a newsworthy worthy person, but not to this extent given her history of bullshit. So, but in this piece, she said, um, I am potentially inspiring other women, both within and without and outside this industry, to start speaking up and calling shit out and questioning the system and other powerful celebrities within this industry. It's like this like weird like But she also goes on to say that it's it's especially like, it's especially in the in the UK more than in the US. It's more patriarchal in the United Kingdom than the US. Okay. What's her evidence in that? Oh, I'm sure she has zero data (laughs) to back that up. I don't know. I just think that my point is when somebody starts talking about their own significance or like taking really seriously the frivolous entertainer job that you have and like thinking that your place in the world is so important because you have a Twitter account that people read um, is really obnoxious. (laughs) Yeah. To me, it's just like you telling yourself so much when you take yourself that seriously. I just, I never can. That level of earnestness. Yeah. You have to be like Oprah or something like that, where it's like the system works. Yeah. Oprah can act like a benevolent mom authority figure because for so many people, she actually is. Yes. What's Jamila Jamil's talent? Literally this. Also, I do feel like Oprah's been pretty consistent. And Oprah's fucked up. In her messaging. Yeah. Uh, what do you mean she's fucked up? She's. I think Oprah's done not some so great stuff sometimes, like, like parading the secret around as like a thing, and uh, pulling out of the Russell Simmons doc, and like she, Oprah's yeah, been that, questionable. That fucking, fucked up, yeah. The secret thing. She's also into Marianne Williamson. Some people just believe in manifesting their own destiny well i think when you're as lucky as oprah is it's very easy to believe that i'm sure you did that like not only do you get it but i also did it yeah which she did she did did a lot she really 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 did never 
I would never ever. And she's also to she's call also out given, Oprah's legacy. She's also given a lot. She has. And she also she's given a lot of herself. Yes, and a lot of her money, and tried to get America to read, which she did. That was cool. Yeah. So I don't know. Oprah can't really can't do wrong in my eyes. It's fucked up what she did with the Russell Simmons stock. I don't like it. Yeah. Um. But in general. Also, Oprah's a shill, so and that's another problem too. She was she, really, really on board way early about cutting beef out, and America got mad at her. She got sued in Texas yeah, about that's that. Right. That's so ridiculous. I know she didn't move insane. her show to Texas for like a year. That's ridiculous. Yeah. What was I gonna say? Well, I don't know. Do I have one more thing? I don't know. Do you have anything? Oh, I do have one more I, thing. I don't know. My main thing was that my boyfriend You're and I broke single. up. I'm single. Now I'm on these apps. Oh, yeah. And so what's that like? It's like they're either like hot and they live in Bushwick or they're ugly and they're rich. Right. And I got to pick one of those. Right. And I don't like the really the prospect of either. Yeah. So I don't know. I think I might die alone. I'm fine with it, actually. I do want to take vacations with someone, though, because it's a lot cheaper, you know? Yeah. Than just taking a vacation by yourself. Right. You know, I like to have sex on vacation. Well, can't help you there. <laughs> <laughs> you hear this? What? Corey Feldman sues WeTV. About what? Claims he was held hostage on the set of Marriage Boot Camp. Now, this when is was the, he on that? Uh, last year. And it ran already? Yeah. Oh, I got to watch it. Um, Who Aaron, was he on with? Aaron Carter. He is... Ooh. <laughs> uh, it seems like a mess. It seems like a real... Oh, I want... Uh, they're always a mess. Show. I like it. <laughs> it <laughs> was kind of... So, I watched the first episode and found it kind of boring. But it's so unethical. It is I, so clearly. unethical. Um, well, the, the doctors that started it are different. The couple that started it actually were couples counselors because it was just called marriage boot camp right and then they started because we tv has bridezillas they started having bridezillas and their husbands come on okay and it's a good idea yeah and and it became like almost like they're happily ever 90 day happily ever after kind of thing yeah, yeah but then they saw that it was so much more popular by having these bridezillas they're like let's just get any kind of reality star right so then they just have started having reality stars come on and then they started having people come on not with people they were dating or married to just family brother, members yeah. yeah um mother daughter brothers yeah whatever and then so this couple who were the doctors it was a man and a woman they were married they had developed this program this like for for actual like um intensive marriage couple therapy it, it was this like curriculum or whatever they had developed and then they left the series and then they got Dr. Ish, who's bullshit. Yeah. And Ish uh, is right. Dr. V. Ish is right. Yeah. Dr. V, who's from like a, rea- a Bravo show. Yeah. That kind of failed. And <clears throat> they're just, they, neither of them are specialized in um, fucking, the, neither, neither of them are specialized in couples or family counseling. Right. They're just, run-of-the-mill counselors i think one of them specializes in addiction maybe maybe it's dr ish dr ish is an actual doctor though and they're so they're not they're and they're not going by this curriculum so now they just do exercises that are just ridiculous they're not like part of like a developed 
program for people. They like basically just make them do like big brother type physical activities. Yeah. (laughs) And it's like, oh, this is like team building. And it's like not really. They're just like screaming at each other in an obstacle course. So I would believe that Corey Feldman would think that they were keeping him held hostage and that it was unethical and that, you know. But you know what? He's also... Uh, I think he has incredible PTSD and has been profoundly affected by his childhood yes. in a multitude of ways that read as disturbance and to play me. out emotionally. Yes. So, but also uh, like a, a Hollywood asshole as well. Like somebody who grew up in this system, grew up thinking that like it's normal to just be an asshole and you're allowed to be an asshole. He contains multitudes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I worked with Tom Arnold and I just remember like, you know, before we started like working really closely together, I just was like kind of thought of him as like a little bit of like a Corey Feldman type character who had a story about sobriety. And he was just like a total monster, like an absolute fucking monster. Yeah. Um, So I believe that Corey Feldman could also have been really fucking difficult to work with. And all of those people, the producers on the show were sick of his shit. But same time, I'm sure all those producers are unethical and do shitty things. He claims that they falsified information. Like what? This is on the blast dated August 29th. So you're hearing it late. But you know what? Maybe this didn't take off. You know, maybe this is still like a nebulous thing. Well, we're delivering this to the public like two weeks later. He was held hostage while filming this show, causing severe emotional trauma and claims they exploited his being a victim of sexual violence for TV ratings. That I believe. And that is fucked up. The show was finally sold to Mr. Fellman on the premises of being able, through guidance from licensed medical professionals, to help heal the tumultuous relationship Mr. Mr. Feldman had with his brother Eden over the years. Instead, it produced what is known as reality childhood emotional trauma porn for their audiences, capitalizing the patient's difficulty dealing with challenges and underlining the suffering by offering no palpable option for healing or even having a safety net for when they fall. It sounds like he's just complaining, but I think it's like a really nuanced argument about the way that they treat their, their staff, their employees, their talent, their talent. And uh, whether or not this like gets taken seriously because it's about the realm of emotions. I think he's making like really good points. Like it's really like, eloquent critique of like how they fuck with your head all of that said they've been doing this for years and he should have known what he was got what he was getting himself into yeah. give me a break Corey. yeah this isn't some new experimental show this is marriage boot camp and you did it in 2019 <laughs> <laughs> such conduct has caused mr feldman ongoing feelings of helplessness and suffering which were reignited after decades of lying dormant due to successful therapy the lawsuit states i mean do no harm and marriage boot camp did harm. Yeah. Get it out of here. Get yeah. it out of here. Don't do don't make people's life you cannot make their lives worse. I just, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it should be like that. campsites. You should just leave it better for the next person. We TV, their ethics are so in the toilet. I gotta look into this. People, more and more people are complaining. It's totally a thing. Where it's like really Tamar Braxton. Obviously, the Mama June stuff was just hideous. We have to. Let's just. Okay, let's let's say goodbye. Okay. Sorry, guys, it got really late, so <laughs> we got to go. So thanks for listening. If you want to check out our bonus episode, it's Patreon.com/slash/PotPsychology. We have a bunch of bonus episodes. We have book club. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs>
<laughs> That's it. <laughs> Makes you want to join, huh? <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. bye. I've been a puppet, a pauper, a pirate, a poet, a pawn and a king. I've been up and down and over and out, and I know one thing. Each time I find myself flat on my face, I pick myself up and get back in the race. That's life. That's life. I tell you, I can't deny it. I thought of quitting, baby, but my heart just ain't gonna buy it. And if I didn't think it was worth one single try, I'd jump right on a big bird and then I'd fly.